0: Right. good evening everyone. Welcome to Friday Night Likes. This is the West Ham game show where our guests compete for likes. One of these guys, big thumbs up to everybody. We've got uh, Tex, Charlie Boy and Ryan in the house tonight. They're going to be bringing you some interesting, beautiful West Ham-centric observations. Uh, Let's go around and do introductions. Who are you? Where are you? What are you drinking? And how can we reach you on social media? Tex, let's start with you.
1: Uh, name is uh Kyle. Go by text because I'm originally from Texas, uh, out here in lovely Fresno, California, the land of the gun. So make sure if you come through that you're uh, fully strapped because uh, we definitely get dirty out here. Also, I am drinking full circle brewing zone, the West Hamber Ale. Yes, we brew our own West Ham beer. Ooh. So uh, if you ever want any, um, even though it's illegal to ship, I may know some people in the uh dirty bowels of Fresno to get it to you. So make sure you hit us on Facebook, Twitter, all at Fresno Irons.
0: This is all above board stuff. I can't wait to see it on the East Coast. Charlie.
2: Charlie boy, Brooklyn, you already know. You better have a pass when you cross the bridge, baby. Drinking Jameson like a gentleman. And I'm here for the business, boys.
0: Charlie here is is going to light us up tonight. Ryan, good evening. I'm
3: not as interesting as these two, I guess. I'm drinking Vikings blood.
0: It's a mead. I don't know if you've had
3: it. Delicious. Um, I don't have a plug. That's it. I'm um, here in Dallas,
0: originally from Chicago. Going to celebrate tomorrow nice and
3: early, hopefully.
0: I don't think you need a plug when you're drinking Vikings blood, man. That is pretty extreme, and I enjoy the horn. Yeah. That that's... came across wrong, but I enjoy the horn that you're drinking out of as well. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Gonna... Can, you, can like It, it is mead. So, I mean, you know, it is mead. I mean, you could have put, you know, actual blood in there and maybe have got a little more credibility, especially with that Viking haircut you're going on there, brother. Come on now.
0: <laughs> We're throwing the shade. We are throwing the shade. Let's see if we can throw the shade over some questions. Uh, let's see. Question number one. The big news going into this weekend's game, obviously, is Spurs have brought in Jose Mourinho. I don't know if you've heard. You know, it hasn't been out there in the press. Nobody's talking about it. It's all rather quiet out there. So does the hire of Jose Mourinho, does that change West Ham's approach to the game? And if it does, how? Ryan, let's start with you.
3: Honestly, right now, we need to be focusing on ourselves. I think any West Ham fan could tell you right now that we're in dire straits with our tactics. And Pellegrini's got to figure it out. Um Mourinho is coming off a pretty bad stint there at, at United. What he was going through was pretty shitty. So I'm sure he's going to be dying for a victory in the first game. Um, it's a big rivalry. He's going to know. He's got to bring everything. But really, we got to focus on our own tactics. And uh, if we start focusing on what this guy is going to bring to the table only, obviously it plays a role, but we have to come. As one squad and play our game because we have the players to do it. But if we don't focus on what we need to do, if we focus on the new manager at the other squad club, uh, we're going to see a bad result. I
0: think. That's beautiful and a moving tribute to team unity, Charlie.
2: What? No matter who we playing, we got to change something. So you know they're coming in there with the new coach. He's gonna, you know, he likes defense. He likes to to play back. So. I think we should go for it. You know, that might be our opportunity where we don't have to play defense as tough as as soon as the game starts. we I mean, we got to change something, whether we're playing whoever, you know, and we've been doing the same old, same old. There's I I wouldn't call it bad blood, but Pellegrini and Mourinho, they don't really – they're not the best of friends. Uh, He said they're not enemies, but I definitely think he'd like to show them up because he believes in scoring going forward. And Mourinho believes in staying back, loading up the box, So maybe he wants to prove his way of football. Plus, uh, Antonio's coming back, so maybe we could, you know, shoot down the pitch. So that's that's what I'm looking for.
0: Yeah, I think we're all looking forward to Antonio coming back. Tex, what are your thoughts? How how does this affect uh, West Ham's approach to the game, or should it affect West Ham's approach to the game?
1: All right. First and foremost, I'm going to say this: I, I laughed my fucking ass off when they fired Mauricio Pochettino, the most successful manager in the history of tottenham hotspur and you fucking fired him over a couple of bad months let's be real no guy has put in more good equity with a club and deserves to have a couple of bad months than mauricio pochettino and the fact that you let him go after just a small sample of a poor run i don't give a shit if you're 14th in the table what you were in the champions league final last year so (laughs) nothing that makes me happier than to see Tottenham Hotspur do a totally Spurs move and let go of the most successful manager ever so does it change West Ham's tactics no it shouldn't change our tactics at all because the truth is going to be this West Ham United this is Tottenham it doesn't matter what the tactics are you throw everything out this is a fucking street fight this is the us against them. The East takes on the North. So as far as I'm concerned, the tactics are irrelevant. What is it a change about the approach? Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. The one thing that changes about the approach is instead of smearing it in Mauricio Pochettino's face, now we get to do it to Jose Mourinho, who at least Jose will wear a tie to the matches when he plays us instead of Pochettino in his fucking tracksuit that I cannot goddamn stand every time he's out there acting like, we're not a big game. He'll wear a tie for fucking Southampton, but you can't wear one for West Ham? Fuck
0: <laughs> off. So I not So couldn't I'm be- pretty sure which way you're going to answer this question. So you don't see any kind of Mourinho ba- Mourinho bounce coming from this. Is is it uh what what's gonna happen? will there be a bounce? Is that is that a new thing with a new manager? Or do you see this game as an opportunity for West Ham to maybe take him by surprise? Tex, I'll start with you since you were so passionate about that last one.
1: I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. It's not that um, – I, I don't know if I really think there's going to be a bounce. How much bounce can you get when you've really been managing the club three days going into a game? He probably just – he probably doesn't know everybody's name on the team. Um, what I'm worried about is we're – West Ham are in such poor form, it may not matter what Tottenham do because we're in such poor form. The indictment to me is more on Pellegrini. Can he motivate our guys to play the West Ham way that we all expect and not the West Ham way that all the social media buzz is always about and how we always let down? So, really, when you break it down for me, what's the uh, what's going to happen in this game? We're going to find out if these players believe in Pellegrini. That, that's really what I'm looking at because if, if they believe in Pellegrini, there's no doubt they win this game.
0: Charlie?
1: I think,
2: I'm think thinking we bounce back. I ain't going to – listen – I'm going for it. You know what I'm saying? I believe that we're gonna come out there like some crazy rabid dogs. And listen, I think everybody's like, "Oh, you know, I think he's gonna play back." So I said, "Go for it, 100 miles an hour." His style, Pellegrini's style, is take it to you. And we ain't been taking it to him. So if there's any time that we're gonna light it up, it's the rivalry right now. And everybody's, you know, being so. Oh no, we're not gonna win. Listen, we don't put our head down. We don't fold our flag. Like my guy said, we're playing the boys for the North. It's time to get up. So it's time to do a nut check. Where y'all at? Do you got balls? Are you willing to fight for the badge? Because this is the time. And I think we could catch them slipping because, you know, like he said, they don't know who's, who the players is. Delhi Alley don't even like them. You seen the tweet. <laughs> the, 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 the other guy saying, uh, they telling him, oh, you better go to Man City. And he's hitting like. So they already don't like him. He's a big mouth. And I don't know why, why everybody was upset that we took a shot at him. I say, that's great. This is a rivalry. And the fans need to grow a pair of balls, too. Maybe they need to get the water can and some soil, rub it on their balls, water them, go take them out there in the sun, and maybe they'll grow a pair. Because I see everybody's a bunch of scared little sissies right now.
0: And we're going to take
2: it to the Spurs. we take it to them bastards.
0: Ryan, how are your balls? And is it, is it going to be a bounce? <laughs> Is it going to be a bounce or is this an opportunity for West Ham? It's an
3: opportunity. I think it's definitely an opportunity, uh, but we need to have players come out and show that they want to play for the badge. I want to see everything from the captain grabbing people by the fucking shirt and screaming in their face, telling them their job. I want to see people going forward as fast as they can, as hard as they can. Uh, I think Antonio is probably going to be a substitution, if anything. I don't know if he's going to start. I don't know if you guys have heard, but – like you, these guys are saying, we need to bring it to them, play the Pellegrini's way. And if we can do that, I, like you said, I don't think Mourinho knows everybody's put everybody's name on that team yet. And uh, the interior workings of, of Spurs right now, that club is in shambles. I mean, the players are hating on each other, and they just had this manager swap. So if anything, this is our opportunity. We're in a bad way right now, and we need this win. It's a huge rivalry, and we tend to show up in this game. But if, if we make it a bad show of ourselves and lose 3-0, I don't see us bouncing back from that. But I think that it is an opportunity for us to to make a statement.
0: Yeah, and I tend to agree. i got to say, I don't know if I've lived in this country for too long at this point where uh, a little of that American optimism has started to brush off on me. Because you guys are definitely more optimistic than fans in Britain. But I, I, I think... Uh, like you guys said, like how much effect is Mourinho going to have three days into a team? He's not going to be able to insert his own defensive policy, I don't think. You know that's going to come two, three weeks from now when he's actually had training ground time. And even if he does, you know, hopefully, at least for hopefully for us, that whatever system he's trying to implement is just going to cause fucking confusion amongst the Spurs players for the for at least the first week to two weeks. We've definitely seen manager bounces before i think i think they're out there i think it's it's a real thing in the short term but not really in the long term so i hope we're cashing them at the right time i hope there's some confusion there um but turning back to west Ham and our manager woes if you will i mean people have started to be a little bit unsure about pellegrini um a lot of them calling for pellegrini to be out to be quite frank and We've looked now at our North London rival Spurs and the way they've gone about business. They went into a two-week international break and they've turned around, got rid of a manager and employed in another one. Is that something West Ham should have done in this last break, do you think? Should we have handled our manager situation the same way as Spurs did um, and maybe lined somebody up to take over now before the January transfer window and also in that international break? Charlie, I'll start with you.
2: I'm I'm I don't I wanted him out and I still do, but I don't want in the middle of the season because just like you said, their team's in disarray. He can't uh on the other side, Mourinho can't insert his stuff in a week. You know what I'm saying? So I say we just ride out the finish. at the end of the season. If you want to sack them, then where we can start fresh, and that way the guys have a clean slate, they could all be together. Cause you could bring in whoever you want to bring in right now. It's gonna take them four or five weeks to put his system in and to get the guys gelling. So as much as I'd want to see him go, the middle of the season is is not really the way to do it. And the fact that I think how they did Pochettino was dirty in the middle of the season. So I'm going to kind of ease my brakes off a little bit and give him a pass. Let's ride it out. It's rivalry time. It's time to stand behind the guys. You know, the optimism, it's not really that. It's more of a a rivalry, and I ain't backing down. Where I'm from, you don't back down. Even if you was going to lose, you fight. Because you know, if you don't fight and you get, you know, I'm saying you run, you can't never walk through the neighborhood again. So what? We're not gonna walk through the neighborhood. I say, let's go for it. Fuck them guys.
0: <laughs> oh, Charlie, I That's love you, man. Life. But I agree. Fuck them guys, Ryan.
3: <laughs> no, I think if you look at just what uh, the you know Sullivan Brady, they would never do it in the first place um, because of his contract stipulations. Um, also. This is not. This would not have been the right time. Like Charlie said, uh, it takes time for systems to start meshing. And when you have a move like that in the circumstances that we're under, I can only see that going in a bad direction. Because we, I think we have a lot of players on West Ham that have immense talent. They don't have that mental intelligence to get these kinds of game plans immediately and start meshing with one another. You always hear about them arguing in the, in the dressing room, and especially things that, the way that things have been lately with uh, Pellegrini. I think he can turn it around. Um, I think he's proven manager, but I guess we'll see. Uh, so my answer is no. I would not handle the situation like Tottenham.
0: I respect that. Tex. I'm going to
1: – man, I'm just going to tell you guys – Pump the fucking brakes, trust the process a little bit. We're in year two of Pellegrini. It's got to, he's got a four-year deal. I never expect to see major jump from the team until year three or not even two year three. I understand the frustration right now. I get it but you know I'm an American. so I, I judge everything off American fo- style football in the NFL and college football and in a college program when you bring in a brand new coach, you don't really see the fruits of his program till year three. So I, I think we have to trust the process. However, I am going to say that the excuse, the the excuse, like I, I think our players are smart enough to get the game plan, but there's clearly uh, there's clearly something wrong with Pellegrini and his motivational tactics to get these teams up and ready to play. Too often do we come out flat? Too often are we conceding early goals too often does it look like we are – I said this uh, in a rant the other day, and I'm just going to – I'm going to tell you guys if you didn't hear it. But watching West Ham play is like accidentally watching in on your parents having sex. You free, (laughs) you're not quite sure, there's a lot of movement going on, there's questionable choices, odd sounds, you don't know, and you leave with more questions than you came with. (laughs) So therefore, West Ham United are this disjointed, jumbled mess – of ridiculousness on the pitch right now and they have no ability whatsoever to string four or five passes together. The last game we were taking drinks if they got four passes in a row because it was such it was such ridiculousness on the pitch. It's like they're playing three different games from the back to the middle to the front.
0: You've uh successfully derailed my thought process for the rest of for the rest of the show, I think.
2: Yeah, I'm in shambles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to think about that. But you're right. I mean, it's it has been uh, pretty terrible to watch. But I, but I'm with you. I I am a uh, staunch Pellegrini fan. I think he doesn't become shit overnight. Uh, you know, he's got a proven record of success, and I think we need a little more time. Now, how much time everybody wants to give him? That's probably varies by fan. Uh, we've spoken enough about Tottenham. Let's go on to another comedy, and that is what is the best comedy film of all time, and why. Mm. I'm very interested in these answers. Text. we'll start with you.
1: Uh, I think I'm going to go with Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Titanic because, uh, you know, we all know that's a bullshit story where the rich girl falls in love with the poor guy. So that's, that's pretty comical.
0: <laughs> Fair enough, Charlie. Uh,
2: I, when I read this question, I'm like, man, it's going to take me forever to think about this, but it's got to be a Richard Pryor because he's the GOAT. He's the greatest comic, right? So it has to be a Richard Pryor movie. So I was like, "Well, what do we got? Stir Crazy with my man Wilder." And because the scene where they're walking into the prison, and he's like, "Hey man, you got you got to get bad, man. You got to get bad. If you ain't bad, they'll fuck you." So so you know, Wilder, he's getting all bad and shit, you know. And they're in the cell, and he's like, "We don't take no shit. We don't take no shit." And Gene's like, "Yeah, no shit, Rick." I'm like, "Oh man, that's my scene." You know what I'm saying? I love that movie. Is either that one? Or to Wash, because uh, George Carlin's also in the movie with uh, Richard Pryor. So legends. Legends. If it's a comedy movie, it's got to have a badass comic,
0: right?
1: Charlie, uh, what about Superman 3, the greatest Richard Pryor film of all time? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ryan, where are you out on this one?
3: Here's the thing. I think there's different kinds of comedies. There's different levels of comedies. I think there's some comedies that are highly quotable. You know, you have movies like Step Brothers, which is very funny. There's a lot of fun quotes. Then you have movies like The Blues Brothers or Clerks, and those movies are pure comic genius. So I think I have different answers depending on like the category of comedy. I think there are different kinds of categories of comedies. It's not like a cut and dry answer for me. So I would say like Happy Gilmore, Clerks, uh, Blues Brothers.
0: Those are all reputable choices, I gotta say. I like the idea of the comic being in it, Charlie, and I'll, I'll probably go with one of Eddie Murphy's from back in the 80s. There's something nostalgic about it every time I see one of those old Eddie Murphy films. Coming to America. Coming to America is classic. One of the classics.
2: I, that was going to be one of my things. I was, I'm was, i like, what the fuck do I pick? I mean, I'm a, <laughs> I love, you know, that's my thing. I don't like no sad
0: bullshit movies. I like funny stuff, you know. Yeah. You just couldn't go with a guy that went to Queens. I think that's what it was, being a Brooklynite. Yeah, that
2: kind of threw me off when he went to Queens. I was like, ah, that's fucking weak.
0: There's not too much classy shit going on in Queens. I can vouch for that. I have family from there. And talking about Classless, the West Ham social media team, you guys like that segue, have put a pretty Classless video up this week (laughs) going after Jose Mourinho. Oh, we're still talking about Spurs. Going after Jose and saying, you know, can't wait to see you back at – at the london stadium and uh showing clips of all the games that he lost over there (laughs) how do you guys think that this video came to be who who conspired all of this who approved it what's going on in the west Ham media team uh charlie we'll start with you
2: all right this what happened Mourinho took a shot at us so everybody needs to quit their crying and acting like girls little nancy boys he said oh that's 19th century when we was trying to not be relegated i think uh when Big Sam was the coach, right? He loaded up the box. So after the game, he was like, oh, I couldn't score. He was run, And he he took a shot at us. And the only thing we did was show us scoring goals. And then we said, we'll see you Saturday. And everybody's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Grow a set of balls. I like it. The only thing I don't like is they took it fucking down, like I told you. And you know why people are mad? Because they said, well, we don't have the room to talk. Oh, so you're only going to fight somebody when you know you can win? That's a coward. I say, you know, hey, I don't like the Spurs. I don't like Millwall, but I don't like the Spurs, right? So our team said, hey, we remember that. So we took a shot, but we stood up for ourselves. When is it a bad idea to stand up for yourself? I like it. I like it. Fuck them Spurs. Fuck Marino. Fuck the whole lot of them. Delia, all of them. Kane, all their fans, everything, the stadium, all that shit. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you, you don't
2: like it, but you don't like that. I'm look. We we, we representing. We go in the war. This is a rivalry. They did it because it's a rivalry. What are we supposed to do? Oh, Say, same. oh, do you want to come to our pitch so we could maybe have a a, a game of footy? And uh, we promise not to sing songs and not too loud. We don't want to upset your players. Bullshit. Sing the whole time. Don't sit down. If anybody tells you to sit down, tell them the fuck off.
0: Oh Charlie, your fucking movie would be probably top of my comedy list. Ryan. <laughs> you know what? When I when you guys sent me this, I
3: actually hadn't heard about this yet. And and you told me about this little video scandal. And I watched the video. Nothing. It's just a highlight reel. And it made Mourinho look like a bit of a fool. But It was easy to edit the video like that. We were scoring goals. He was pissed off. Who doesn't get pissed off when he gets goals scored against them? You know what this shit reminded me of was the whole jazz hands thing. I don't know if you guys saw that. (laughs) guys saw that. It was like they don't want fans clapping anymore because it was too aggressive. That's what this shit reminds me of, jazz hands. Bullshit. I thought the video was awesome, and I wish they
0: would have kept it up. Oh, yeah. Zach, where you at?
1: Man, I – I'm so sick of outrage culture. Like it's just, it pisses me the fuck off. Like, to be 100% honest with you, um, Charlie Boy is 100% correct. Like, no, like this is fucking war. You know, we don't we don't go to war anymore. This is Tottenham. This is West Ham. Like this 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 game matters. And yeah, we're gonna talk shit. And there's nobody that's more fun to point to talk shit to than Jose Mourinho, the self-appointed special one. Fuck off, dude. You're going to sit there and say those things about yourself. You open yourself up to this criticism. Like, it's going to happen. And you know what's funny is that Jose Mourinho, the last time we saw his ass, we put three past him. So as far as I'm concerned, we have a right to talk. And not only do we have a right to talk, he's got to take it from us because right now we're up on him. And that that's my whole point is you're going to sit there and call yourself the special one. And let's remember that Jose Mourinho is living in the goddamn past. How many times at press conferences is he telling everybody, oh, put some respect on my name? How many league titles are But Dude, you know what, dude? You opened yourself up to this you want to fuck with the old knees in West Ham United then guess what we're gonna come full full throttle at your ass like that's who we are like everybody knows West Ham you may win the match but we're gonna win the fight
0: I think uh, some of this some of the, I, I don't know I'd, I'd be interested to see if there was uh, different opinions from from British fans over American fans I think American fans are a lot less concerned mm-hmm. about shoving it down somebody's throat a little bit. I, I gotta say, I think I think over here we're just more like, you know what? Fuck off. There you go. We're gonna we're gonna play this. We're gonna hang our dicks out and you can take a good look at them. That's just <laughs> how it is over here. I don't know what it is about the culture over here, but um, no, my, my
2: cousins crossed the pond are like that right now. They ain't with no weak stuff. If you tell them to sit, you ain't telling my people to sit down from over there. You're not tell-excuse me, sit down. I, I promise you, you're not telling them to sit down. In the South Bank where we used to go. Who no sitting down I sit down be quiet now nah. nope get slap right in the haircut
0: <laughs> oh man well listen i had a couple of other questions about uh this weekend but i'm i'm kind of sick of talking about this weekend already to be honest i don't want to mourinho has been done and redone and we've got about five minutes left so let me let me skip a couple of questions here and uh we'll, we'll bring up some ancient history so uh, which transfer from Germany has had a bigger impact on the club? Do you guys think Sebastian Allaire or the World War II era bomb that was recently found outside the stadium? Ryan, <laughs> oh my god,
3: that's a tough question. I, I mean, I think Allaire is, is still very dangerous, and everybody knows how skilled he is, so I'm gonna go with Allaire. Um, because I, I know we haven't seen all that he has to bring but we have seen those glimpses of his brilliance and the level of skill he possesses. Some is he
0: beyond criticism? He's not
3: beyond criticism. Nobody is beyond criticism. Nobody that wear, that wears the badge is beyond criticism. But, um, you know, if he if he had 20 goals right now, he's beyond criticism. <laughs> but he doesn't have 20 goals. Tex. Uh,
1: the ridiculousness of this question, um, honest to God, makes me question – um, I question a lot of things in my life. I question um, uh, you know, why I'm even wasting time into this. It's clearly Sebastian Halla has been a better signing. Um, I think it's ridiculous that we want to pile on like th- this bullshit with West Ham fans piling on somebody because they have a bad month. We all have bad months. We all go to our job and we're not there. You know, we're not doing a great job all the time. Like we we go through spells where it's bad. And I, I think we can all agree on this panel. The service hasn't been great for Sebastian Alaire, It hasn't been like he's gotten plenty of service and he's pulling fucking, you know, he's pulling Andy Carroll's and being two feet out and hitting it over the bar somehow. Like he's not doing that when he gets the opportunities, he tends to bury them. Um, so there's a couple times he hasn't, but it's not on a scale for me to worry. So I, I just think it's comical and ridiculous that anybody is questioning Sebastian Allaire like it's it's uh, Like pardon my unpolitical correctness here, but it's retarded to even think that Charlie Okay, so nothing from
2: that was good. Nothing from Hitler's good. How the fuck is this even a question? Like he said when I this blew my nut. I I was reading this like get out of here our grandfathers us uh, UK both went to war. So how the fuck am I gonna say? Oh, yeah, that's good. Fuck Hitler up every day, nothing from him is good. I mean, how we, how's this even a fucking question? They listen. Everybody got up in their balls about that video, but then they ask about a, they make a fucking Hitler question. Get the fuck out of here. Listen, Howler, like he said, he don't have no service. I think he could do more if he had some help feeding him the ball. We see him; he's doing goddamn ninja kicks, somersault, backflipping, trying to get to the fucking ball. He's out there on the island by himself. Like, what's his name Uh, with the movie? Hank Williams. he Or not Hank oh, Fuck,
1: I'm thinking of this. Tom scene.
2: Hanks. Tom fucking Hanks. That goddamn Jameson's got me, boys. <laughs> yeah, he's Tom Hanks on the fucking island, right? And the boat's going by. And, and the bitch on the boat's like, ha And he's like, what? What's happening? You know what I'm saying? He's stuck on the island by himself. So, to, and to, oh, yeah, it's serviceable. Anything, fuck Hitler and fuck that whole thing because our guys fought against that shit. To keep us free so that's a just a nutty ass question you asked me <laughs> yeah that was only thing i heard worse than the only thing you hate more than the spurs is hitler right i mean <laughs> he's up there with the fucking devil
0: they're like this hitler devil <laughs> a, the question wasn't whether or not it was good it was the question was about the impact that it's had that that well, what, okay, apparently canceled an game. arsenal game already
2: Oh, uh, whatever impact, not that they had no fucking impact. We ain't worried about that. We wasn't scared of that bastard. Then we ain't scared of it now. Fuck that bomb. We ain't scared of no fucking bombs.
0: <laughs> let's let's move on. We got one uh, great question from Irish Tommy on Twitter that we will uh, end the show with. And before I get into that, I gotta say, I think there's only like there's about two points that separate everybody right now. So this will definitely be the decider. Last question of the night. Should we play with three center backs tomorrow, given that Roberto looks set to start and goal again and could use extra protection? So so first of all, I guess, will three center backs uh, make sure that we have extra protection? And what would that do for our system? Is that something we should be looking at? And let's start with Tex.
1: Uh, I mean, he's not going to play three center backs. Um, Does it make a difference as he does? Honestly, with the, the poor form of our center backs, I don't think it really matters. I think uh, our center backs have to learn to play um, as a pairing. Um, Diop has been not great lately. Agbana, um, who I was not a fan of, has been playing well. I think you go you you, you trust the process. You stay with what you've got. Um, I think Agbana and Diop are the better pairing. I think Valbuena really has proven that he is not um, on the level of Agbana, even though I was an Agbana critic. So I. He's not going to play three center backs one, so it's kind of a a little bit of a ridiculous question. But if he did play three center backs, I'm not positive it makes much of a difference just because we've been so poor in the back.
0: Ryan.
3: I think kind of to tie in what we were going with earlier, that we need to play an offensively aggressive game. So I don't think we should play three center backs. Um, I think that we need to bring the game to them and we need to score early. And I don't think we do that by playing more defense. Um, That's about all I got to say. So, Charlie.
2: Well, if you put three in the back, that'd be switching it. The first time we're gonna do it, you know. So I don't think that would gel right away. I do like that idea, but I don't like it this week. I'd like two or three weeks to kind of mesh it together. If you're gonna switch it up, you know, I would like three in the back. But by the way, let's face it. He he's got two left feet at the moment. He's not. He ain't been good. So if we're gonna put him in there, that's gonna cause more confusion. And Roberto's having a hard enough time. You add some new shit to it, you know what I'm saying? He, he might it might be even more rough. And our fullbacks, what are they gonna press all the way up? Are they gonna stay back? Now you know if they're gonna go guns blazing, send everybody forward, whatever. Do do what you gotta do. But I personally, I w- I wouldn't do it this week. I would wait till we have like a, you know, a break so we could kind of make it mesh together. That's what I would do.
0: Good show, boys. Well done, everybody, i got to say. We had a good amount of likes that were well distributed amongst everybody. Uh, our winner this week is actually Tex. Yep, knew it. So, well done to you, Tex. Coming in strong with a lot of likes. We will let you finish the show. You can make people finish their beers. You can go on a rant about something pissing you off. You can plug yourself on social media or whatever else you want. You other guys, I'll see you back in the chat room. Text, the floor is yours, uh, whatever you wanna say, go ahead.
1: I just wanna tell you that if you wanna come find one of the most dedicated West Ham groups in all of America, Come out here to the left coast, excuse me, I mean west coast, and hang out with the Fresno Irons. We will be up bright and early at 4:30 a.m. to watch West Ham and Tottenham. I want to say thank you so much to the American Hammers Network. Make sure you tune in to the American Hammers Radio Show, hosted by myself and Zach of the DC Irons. Um, we will definitely be doing our show. We're getting ready to do our 17th next week. And once again, John, thank you for everything you've done. And as always, come on, you irons.
0: Come on, you irons. Thank you, Tex. Thank you, everybody in the chat room. Thank you, uh, all of our guests tonight, as always. This is always uh, a great time and cheers me up on a Friday, especially before going into the shit show that normally is a Saturday. So with that being said, come on, you irons. I think we've got a good shot tomorrow. And hopefully, like these boys said, we'll come out all guns blazing. Uh, please retweet and share this link. We want plenty of our West Ham fans to have a good laugh uh, on Friday Night Likes. And if you want to come on the show, get in contact. So thank you all again. Tech, congratulations. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Thank you.